Hey, this is Kevin from Kevin's Barbecue Joints, and welcome to Kevin's Barbecue Joints Podcast. Good morning. Uh, is it Esaul or yeah, Esaul? Yes, Esaul. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I've always... <laughs> but how, how do people pronounce it? Wait, Esau, Esau, Dude, Esau, 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 Esau. I've heard every rendition of my name you could possibly ever think of, man. If you were going to say your own name personally, you'd say Esaul, right? Esaul, yeah. But you with a better better emphasis on the S. That's that's it. That's the only difference. But but other than that, that's as close as it, that's perfect, man. Yeah, and there's one S, not two. Yes, one S. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, how are you doing today? How is your headspace right now? Headspace is good right now. I, I mean, it's it's the way it always is, right? It's it's uh, full of junk and then full of stress and then you know it's just uh it's a it's a it's a ball of controlled chaos, but not really controlled at all. <laughs> exactly. Well, and. I mean, it's been it's it's hard to imagine. I, I I was talking off camera. It's hard to imagine. It's been five years since we spoke, and a lot has changed. But also, it seems like it almost seems like you're the same person. It doesn't seem like you've you've aged. I'm sure you've aged internally. And uh, but how <laughs> like but how has it been these last five years? What's up, Kevin? Uh, yeah, I, I know. Say, <laughs> There's uh, forty questions in there, right? <laughs> <laughs> I would say um, um, these past five years have been. Uh, it's been it's been a really really fun journey, man. Uh, everything that we've accomplished, everything that we've gone through, new things that we've brought in, just things like that. It's been a it's been a treat for sure. Past five years have been good, man. Uh, it's been a it's been a heck of a journey. But um, COVID, obviously, like everybody else, it was a it was a pain in the ass. But we just we just did what we could do, and that was just to not stop grinding, right? We didn't close down not one day. We just pretty much kept kept shop going. We became like a little store as well, you know what I mean? Like a little community store. Oh, yeah, I remember. The community would come. Nobody wanted to wait in those lines at H E B, and I don't blame them. Just so they could tell you, like, ah, oh, you're only limited one, or we're <laughs> out of this. Um, but no, um, so that was really cool. But for the most part, man, we just we just kept moving. We just kept doing what it is that that we knew we had to do. Um, for small businesses, you can't stop. Like uh, it. it well, we would have been done. Was there ever a moment? Did you ever look at each other or Joe? Did you ever think that this isn't going to happen? Or was that never a part of your mindset? Like we have people who are working for us. This is our business. We're just going to do this. It's- yeah, it never, it, in my mind, and I know, and, and I, I know I can speak for Joe in this case, is that uh, that never did go through our heads. We, we rounded up our staff. We pretty much sat them down and we just said, hey, we're not going to close down. Uh, we're going to go to drive through and curbside only. We can we can monitor everybody that comes in, and then we could just go about it like that. Whoever doesn't feel comfortable is more than welcome to go home, and you guys are more than welcome to come back whenever you feel safe. Nobody left. Everybody just kind of hung in there, and everybody was like, "Yeah, that that's fine. You know, let's let's make this happen." We just push forward. Were you having trouble getting? Because like it's hard to remember what it was like during that time. <clears throat> were you having trouble getting protein? Yeah. So well, thankfully we were locked in a hard brand, and hard brand isn't as big as the other guys. So we they just pretty much locked us in. And no matter what, they they supplied us with what it is that we needed. From there, we were, uh, because briskets briskets were astronomical, yeah. right? So uh, thankfully, they were amazing enough to keep us at the price that we were paying. But whatever we couldn't substitute, what oh they they were only able to to supply us with X amount. Once gotcha. we reached that X amount, I had to find the other the other the other briskets elsewhere. But everybody was at like eight almost nine dollars a pound uh during that time so me and so i just told joe you know what let's let's look up we found this company out of california i can't think of the name of it right now they were selling wagyu briskets for a little under nine bucks and i was like whoa why the (laughs) hell do we have to buy prime for let's just buy wagyu we're already paying wagyu prices so we just started we started supplementing with those guys so they would they would come in and they would bring a truckload and stuff like that so that was 
it, it got kind of wonky, but we made it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, and it seemed like I remember all the drive-through stuff and people like it just it just seemed like it was a process that you guys were able to you know, navigate properly. And 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 how, at what point during this journey, the last five years, when we first spoke, Grecia wasn't making the kind of desserts that she's making today. She she's evolved so much, and her desserts just look fat. Like I'm gonna put a link below. I have a a. a I have a blog post with all of, with not all of her, but like 50 or 60 plus desserts that she's made. But what was, <laughs> do you, do you remember the moment, like at the beginning, what was your dessert menu? And then do you remember when that shifted and changed? Yeah. So um, how that all went about is uh, when we opened up 2M, there was only four of us, right? So my wife was working two jobs at the time while I was able to get 2M going. Uh, Joe was working his full-time job because I wasn't going to, I wasn't going to tell him to leave his job. The guy has a full-blown family. I was like, let's get closer to opening date. So when we opened up, it was me, Joe, my wife, and my sister. And my wife was, uh, she was a cashier. So she was doing that. And Every now and then she would make uh, tres leches cakes for people like uh, somebody had a birthday or whatever. So she would she would make them. So I told her, I was like, hey, why don't you start making those for 2M and we can sell them at 2M. I go, and then you can make rotating flavors. And uh, I remember she was like, well, I guess I could figure out how to pull away from the traditional tres leches. And I was like, yeah, just, you know, just make whatever flavors you yeah. want. So then that's pretty much how that started. And then from there, it kind of, you know, she, she was already into baking, but that kind of just sparked another spark in her and kind of just sent her above the top. And then uh, she started making more and more. And then from there, we sat down one day and she was like, hey, I think I want to go to culinary school. I think I want to hone this a little more. And I was like, well, let's figure it out. And we did. And 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 we were able to yeah. we were able to send her to culinary school and stuff. So she went over there and that's where she kind of started. That's where her creativity kind of really started to, to pick up more. Yeah. And she was able to learn more techniques and, and, and see that, you know, uh, the world of desserts is more than just, I don't know, banana pudding. And what she's putting out now is just, it's mind blowing. It really is for a barbecue spot. And then what she's going to be doing with her own standalone place, which is still a little secretive, which is awesome, which I love that. But it's, but it, it's interesting because what you're offering people, people do come. A lot of people come for desserts only, right? Yeah. So you'd be surprised, man. Some people just come solely for desserts. Which like, is oh, weird at a barbe no barbecue. All right. That's cool. <laughs> and so she always has tarts, right? There's always tarts. There's always the yeah. cheese, cheesecake. So she always it? has, yeah, she always has tarts, cheesecakes, entremets. She'll mess around with chocolates at times. She makes cookies. And then uh, every now and then, whenever she wants to destroy her hands, she'll work on lamination. Meaning what? what would that so, be like, uh, so like a rolling, like a, a croissants, um, like a Danishes, like, a, like you know, any, anything that's, that's, uh, that uh, requires lamination. At her new place, it'll be better. She'll have an actual laminator. But <laughs> yeah, um, at 2M, I don't, I don't have a laminator for her. So she has to, whenever she wants to destroy those hands more. Wow, that's crazy. And also the Pop-Tarts too. And the Pop-Tarts are, are because <laughs> of you, right? Yeah, there's the there's this place in town. So I love Pop-Tarts, but uh, there's this yeah, place so in I. town and um, they have uh, they have a Pop-Tart that I really like. So every day when she would get out of school, because the bake shop is literally right next to the CIA. So I would tell her, I'd be like, hey, I'm on my way to pick you up, grab me a Pop-Tart. And she'd be like, all right. And then so she'd get me one and then I, I, I'd eat it. And she'd be like, what do you like about that Pop-Tart so much? And I'm like, it's, it's fucking good, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, she'd be like, well, I'm going to make you a pomatari. And I was like, all right. Like, so she does. And then, you know, I, she'll, she'll make me some. And she's still working on it to this day. And she'll be like, what do you think? And I'm like, yeah, it's good. 
And she's like, is it better? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, it's good, you know? <laughs> I think she mentioned that too during our talk, that, that her dream is to make a Pop-Tart that you love, <laughs> that you love better than that Pop-Tart, which is so funny. What, were you getting Pop-Tarts, like you were getting Pop-Tarts as a kid, right? From like the package ones at first. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't, I don't like to toast them though. I just like to, I just like to eat yeah. them straight out of the, you know. It, I don't yeah, like I don't to know. toast it, them either. There's, yeah, it changes the flavor. It does. It 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 yeah. adjusts it. Hey, it's a it's a different taste. And also, how did you find that that place had pop tarts? Like, is that a common thing in San Antonio that places have pop tarts? No, but you know the like uh, we'll go to little coffee shops here and there, so they'll have some pop tarts sometimes. It was this particular pastry shop. And we wanted to go get some macaroons and they just happened to have Pop-Tarts. And I was like, oh, I'm going to grab a Pop-Tart real quick. And then I ate it and I was like, oh, this shit's good. There's no place. I've never seen a place out here. And I think I did see Miller's has Pop-Tarts now, too. Oh, do they really? I think Dude, I Miller's, seen... Miller's is good, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's, I think I saw two different ones that they had made. But it wasn't, I think you had done, but, you know, anybody can make Pop-Tarts if they want. It's the, They're far enough away from you, too. Anybody can make anything. It's just a matter of whether it's good or not. Whether it's good or not. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying anybody can try. That's what, I was, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not <laughs> like it's you guys don't own the market on Pop-Tarts. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's also like, obviously, like, you know, she's she's really great at what she does, but she still hasn't made the Pop-Tart that has has melted your heart yet. So it's, you know, it takes, right. it takes a lot of effort. It takes work. Yeah. Other than that, though, man, um, a lot of her pastries are really, really great. Her flavor profiles are really cool. That's That's what I really like is that uh, she goes, she kind of thinks outside the box and she'll blend flavors that you don't think yeah. are supposed to be blended, but she does a great job with them. So just for people to know, her place that she's opening, is it going to, do you think that'll be this year? You think? Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's in so, Castroville, right? Yeah, it'll be in Castroville, so it'll be right next to us. So it's 2M on the corner, and then she's right, literally right next to us. And they, I want to say that she's she'll open up maybe a month or two before us, and I want to say we're projected for August, and she's probably June or July. Oh, wow. So it is. It's just around the corner. It's just around the corner. Dress out about it. Not as much as I should, but... It seems like you internalize a lot. Well, now, so <laughs> Castroville, Castroville is wet, if I'm thinking right. It's west of San Antonio, right? It's about... Yeah, it's like uh, it's like southwest. Oh, Southwest. Okay. Is, it, is yeah. it on the way to Uvalde? Is that if people... Yeah, right? so it's uh, it's Castroville and then Hondo and then Uvalde, I believe. Okay. If I have that correct. How did Castroville come up for her? And then were you always thinking about a second location? So I have always been thinking about a second location. I just didn't want to open up another second location in Texas. That was never my goal. And I kind of always wanted to leave 2M, 2M. So like this new place won't be called 2M. Oh. Um, yeah. 2M will only be in San Antonio. It's kind of how I always envisioned it. Just staying the way that it is, nice and small, and just focusing on what it is that we focus there. But since it since it came about, we we were like, all right, let's let's give it a shot. So pretty much what happened was these guys approached us. They hit up Joe on an email and they were like, Hey, we're a group and we were we're buying some properties in Castroville. So all these people are from Castroville. Okay. And uh they kind of got together. They started buying some stuff in Castroville and just kind of preserving certain little cer certain little places there in their town. And uh, they wanted to bring in uh, some some new uh, some new flavors, some new talent, I guess. So they hit us up, and after I mean this this went on for probably a year, just figuring out if we were a good match, uh, figuring out you know if if what they're telling us wasn't you know wasn't yeah. all BS, and you know just doing your due diligence and all that good jazz. So then from there. Turned out, yeah, you know, it was a, 
it's a really sweet deal. Uh, it's something that it's something that me and Joe can definitely live with. And the plan in the beginning was to so we're taking over this old meat market. It's called oh. Dan's Meat Market, uh, and pretty much they used to slaughter slaughter cows there and all that good stuff and sell meat. There used to be a bar in there as well. So we're taking over that whole entire thing. I think it's about five thousand square feet. That's that's decent size. That's that's more than enough. I think it seats maybe two hundred and fifty people. I want to say so big project but you know we'll we'll figure yeah. it out but either way so everything everything went the way it was supposed to go and our agreement in the beginning was they were going to build her a bake shop inside of that restaurant that was the first proposal because i had told him i was like well look if we're going to move over here if we're going to bring our business my wife is our pastry chef right now and i would love for her to have a spot inside of that restaurant as well so they said yeah so we started working on it and stuff they started drawing the whole thing out one of the guys in there was like, no, scratch the whole entire thing. I want her to have her own, her own standalone in this. It, it's like, it's just a little section between our building and the building next to us. And they're like, we could wedge a building right in here oh, and we could make that our big shop. I was like, well, you know, that, that's something you got to talk to her about. So they did. And they came up with, uh, they came up with everything. And and lo and behold, that's, that's how bait came about. Wow. That's, and, and bait. For people that might not have heard our, our interview, baked is going to be a different concept than what what's that? Two M. Two M will have its own specific desserts. There might be some crossover, but it's 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 a specifically it's a different spot. Yes, absolutely. What baked's going to be doing is only going to be for baked, and then baked's going to also make our desserts for Two M, and then desserts for Casherville as well. So whatever we have at Two M, you can't get at baked, and and vice versa. Yeah. Which is nice. I think that's a smart idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it too. Uh, there's, there's some, there's some desserts that are just staples at Two M now that that people come for specifically, yeah. and I would hate to get rid of. Not only that, but it's also nice to know that you can only get these at Two M. Makes it special. It does. It does. Yeah. But so then this concept, how much? So, so is this going to be like a di like a breakfast, lunch, dinner, or a lunch dinner place, or is how are you even talking? Like, it's going to be different. Do you even know the name yet? No. So we have a couple names floating around right now. We have like three names floating around right okay, now. Cool. As soon as we submit one, I will let you know. Okay. Thank you. So that, so it's going to be a different name, but it'll be connected. It, yes. And it's also going to be a different concept, but it's going to be barbecue. Yeah, it'll all be barbecue. Um, Obviously the main focus is barbecue, but now I have a, I have an amazing kitchen with so much fun equipment in there that we can have a good time with. Uh, the smokehouse is going to be traditional. Uh, we'll have 2,000 gallons that uh, Syntex is going to be building for us. Nice. Um, we have an M&M coming in. And then other small little goodies that I've been talking to to Mike from Syntex about that that I think uh, if we can wedge in there, I think will be really, really cool. The M&M will be the rotisserie, right? The M&M will be the rotisserie. It's the biggest one they have. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. We have uh, I have a sausage room, so I can I can create a whole, a whole uh, new sausage program. That's ideal. Um, and I have so, like, I have a sausage room that's like the sausage room of my dreams. Wow. So it's so it's really, really cool. The people that end up, you know, working the sausage room, it's not going to be the same as it is in 2M right now. So that'll be a lot nicer. The kitchen's going to be great. So we're going to do, we're not going to do breakfast. The bake shop's going to be open for breakfast and stuff. Uh, we're going to be open for lunch and dinner. And we'll be like a five, six days a week kind of thing? Um, we're Right now we're thinking six days a week. And I mean, is, it's an operation. Yeah, it sounds like an operation. What is Castorville like? <laughs> Oh, it's a small, it's a small little German Czech town, man. It's, it's just a quiet little town, to be honest with you. Super quiet little town. We used to go all the time when I was a kid. They have a, uh, 
they have a park over there. They have Castroville Park. So we used to go out there all the time and have family barbecues. Uh, we used to jump in the pool out there. They have a public pool and things like that. Uh, that's all I remember about Castroville growing up. Other than that, um, I mean, I never envisioned myself opening up in Castroville. But to be honest with you, um, I think I think opening up in a small little town, mm-hmm. especially right now with Castroville getting ready to boom, there's there's a ton of people going out there and it's growing insanely rapidly. That makes so, sense. yeah. So for us to be able to be going out there right now, uh, we're really looking forward to that. So I think the quiet little town isn't going to be so quiet anymore. Yeah, I know. Do they have any idea what's, <laughs> what's I, I don't I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> I know they're like our small town all these people coming just (laughs) no but also too it'll be nice for them and there'll be there'll be times when there's not a a line of people it's just it's gonna be it'll be a great little thing for them is there like something that because Gracia was talking about are you gonna eventually have like a bed and breakfast or something maybe not a well okay so at the top of Dan's meat market is an apartment complex I shouldn't say apartment complex um it's just a small little apartment it's a two-bedroom it's got a kitchen. It, it has everything. So one of those bedrooms we're gonna we're gonna cut off, and I think we might make into maybe a podcast studio or something. The other bed, the other room is just to go sleep in and stuff. I think we might just clean it up a little bit and then make it livable, either for somebody that I want to hire or to maybe start a bed and breakfast later on. Oh, okay, okay, cool. So then a podcast studio. That's interesting. So is that? Are you offering me a spot? No. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely anytime. No, you have yeah anytime i want to visit to, to podcasting <laughs> wow that's but that's 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 really exciting how you how do you feel about that and then and how are you going to be able to juggle that do you have a staff that you've already started to consider for no that? so no staff yet we have a lot of people that have brought in their resumes already that are very interested that we're going to start vetting here soon as far as the hiring process goes i kind of left left that up to joe more or less when it is that he wants to start bringing them in Okay. But there are certain people that I want to have key roles for. So those people are going to be the ones in charge of those departments and things like that. Uh, and then after that, just kind of bring in hands to, to, to do everything that they need to do and then have the right people overlooking things that need to be overlooked. That's my plan, right? Yeah. Is it going to go? Is it going to go that way? Who knows? Only yeah, time will tell. But for the most part, I guess at this point in our lives or whatever, um, doing everything that we've done and, and learning everything that we've that, that we've learned, it's just it's just two M on steroids. That's great. Are you, you excited? Know, very excited, actually. Um. I mean, I'm super stressed. Don't get me wrong, but uh, for the most part, it's just it's it's no it's no stress that I don't already have in my life. So yeah. you know, it's just a matter of finding people and putting them in the positions that that they're going to be happy in, and then just running that business to the best of its capabilities. And this and this one isn't like a surprise, like it was with two M, like to for to Grecia. Like it was not like you're not because I think I remember in our discussion, he's like, oh, well, I found a place, and it's really. <laughs> <laughs> like this is a, this is like a group effort amongst all you guys, and it's something that you guys. I think it's smart too. That was a very smart decision. Not that I need to tell you, but that you guys took a year to kind of mull it over. You and Joe like to talk and like kind of figure it out, kind of because there's a lot of people I'm sure that come with offers all the time for every restaurant that's doing well. We've had well to answer your first question. Yes, it's a lot. It's a lot nicer now, right? Because uh, it was a group effort. We know what it is that we're getting into. Um, we know what type of building we're going into. Everything that we need will be there. But as far as other people approaching us, yeah, uh, it, you you'd be surprised. And I'm I'm pretty sure that happens. This happens to to a lot of places. And it's like you know people just come with a bunch of money and they just wanna they just wanna take everything that they can. And sometimes it's not a good fit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And some some people jump and some people. And for us, we were like, no, let's take some time. Let's 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 really understand and get to know who it is that we're getting into bed with and put our reputation on the line. Really. 
So after much consideration, you know, it was it was a good fit. It's nice. We like it. And um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, no, I'm really excited for you. And I wanted to know, because if I, I'm going to put fo- photos at the beginning of this, and also I, I have a specific, I have a blog piece that's just like 50 plus photos or 100 photos of 2M product. How Was there a moment where, because the food that you put out at the very beginning, it's evolved and you've gotten yes. better. And, and was there a moment where you realized we're really putting out a great product? And like this, I know you're a humble guy, but it's, What's what was what, what do you think that switched in your head or what switched in your process? Because I'm sure there's people that are watching that like they're like, I can't get to that certain level of barbecue. Was there something because I know you like you worked a lot of barbecue, I remember that. And like so the, right. what was what 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 was the moment do you think or is, is that a an odd like an odd question to even ask or even something to no, no, it's not an odd question at all. I thought I answer that. Uh, yeah. I get, I don't know. I guess just pr- practice, right? So like, um, you do something so often that it's either going to get better or it's going to say the same or it's going to get shittier, right? And for me, I would look at these other people and I'm like, okay, how do how, how do I get to that point? You know, so us and the staff really, because it's not just me, right? So yeah. like us and the staff, we kind of just put our heads together and just kind of do the best that we can and make things come out the way that we want them to aesthetically wise, uh, how macaroni is supposed to look, how ribs should look, uh, how Turkey supposed to look. And I think, I think we figured out that we accomplished that when people stopped complimenting our brisket and started complimenting everything else. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Brisket's briskets, man. This is, this is Texas, right? You're going to find great brisket almost anywhere. You can find a lot of crappy brisket here as well, exactly. but you're going to find great brisket almost anywhere. Right. But it's the overall platter that to me really stands out. So it's like, what can I do to my pulled pork that, you know, sets it, sets it apart from somebody else's pulled pork, um, how my ribs should look that. And to be honest, man, taking your time, like, um, barbecue is really lonely and it's really long and it's really labor intensive. And we just want to get this shit over and done with sometimes. Right. And it's, uh, I guess it's knowing how to tell yourself, no, just kind of kick back a minute. And if you just give it a little bit more, you'll get better results. You know what I mean? That and then doing it so much, man, you kind of start learning where it is you can like speed it up here, slow it down here. You know, don't don't do this anymore. Let's let's do this and we're going to get the same result, if not better. No, it sounds like that you're being deliberate about it. I think certain people get to a certain point where maybe they they've given up on like continually trying to improve. It seems like you're it's important to you guys and you know now that it's kind of like james beard season and i was curious it's weird to say that james beard season. It, but it seems like people are getting dominated <laughs> and stuff you know it's that early time what was that like and what is like how do, how does that work do they come visit you like how do, do you okay do you even know how that works this is this is how james beards works yeah. this is how it's worked for me the two times that 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 we were nominated i get a phone call and then someone goes hey congratulations and I go, on what? And then they go, you made James Beard. And I said, oh, shit, that's cool. And that's it. That was it. <laughs> did you, so did you make it to the second round or was it just a? No, no, no. So uh, both times we only made it, we only made it to the first round. Uh, haven't made it to the second round. Maybe, maybe one day if we, if we get back on that list. <laughs> but I mean, look, man, just the, just the fact that we were even nominated the oh, first yeah. time, yeah. Uh, that was, that was huge, right? So uh, James Beard doesn't come to you. They don't tell you. Uh, they don't introduce themselves like, hello, we're James Beard, whatever. No, it, it it wasn't like that at all. I don't know when they came. I don't know. I really don't know the whole entire process of how it goes down. I know somebody nominated us. 
I really did just get a phone call from yeah. from okay. from one of my buddies here in town who's who's a he's a phenomenal chef and um he called me and he was the first person to congratulate me and I had no idea why and he told me he was like dude you you made James Beard and I was like wow like I remember putting the phone down I looked at Joe and I was like look I was like look man I was like I don't know how much this I don't know how much you know about James Beard or not. I was like, but but we just got nominated for him. And I kind of told the whole entire staff, so that was huge. Uh, yeah. And then we got it a second time, and that was that was you know it's I mean, dude, just just the the fact that we've been able to accomplish so many like so many accolades, and you know, a lot of them that that we set out to try to get, and then a lot that we never expected to ever get has just been amazing. And not everyone has in their mind had San Antonio as a as a barbecue destination. A while back now it's starting to people are pop like you know there's additional well, barbecue thoughts. yeah well not only that right but um there's also uh, there's a lot of amazing culin there's a great culinary scene here in san antonio mm -hmm. obviously you go to houston and things like that like it's way more diverse and for san antonio being san antonio if people really took the time the gems that we have in this city are by far some of the best and i'd put them up against anybody in any city I, I think I think I think we have a really good thing going on. And now, fast forward to 2024 from when we first opened, it's just gotten even more insane. Yeah. Can you name a couple places that people could also visit when they come down to 2M? Absolutely. One of my one of my most favorite places to go eat at is Attaboy's. So if you're ever if you're ever in the Southtown area, I mean, I'm yeah, no, 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 no. He's 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 in the same Mary's area. If you're ever in the same Mary's area, go to Attaboy's. Attaboy's number one. El Pastor is mi señor. They have the best al pastor in the city. They, well, hang on. So we have two types of al pastor in San Antonio. We have flat top al pastor and we have trompo al pastor, right? And they have the best trompo al pastor in the city by far. La Maceta has the best tapatillos in this city. So you should definitely go there. Water, water tapatillos, they're like little flauta. They're, they're like tortilla road, like tiny, like road, super small and tight. And then they have like a ranchero one and they have one that they just put like uh, cabbage and spices on and, and, and their salsa and stuff. But do, people, do, do, uh, do people call them taquitos? Is that what people call that? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Uh, some people do call them taquitos, um, but they call them tapatillos. Uh, but yeah. No, 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 there's a place talking. in downtown LA or kind of by the um, Union Station that, that's thick tapatillo. It's a tapatillo place, but it's yeah. it's like what I would call in San Diego taquitos, even though that's. A very okay. white white guy way of saying it. No, 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 no. I mean, dude, it it it, it happens here as well, right? The flautas, flautas are larger, or like, for right? sure, for sure. But uh, but yeah, man. Um, places like that. Uh, if you want really good Chinese, uh, TK Teriyaki, uh, some of the best Chinese in the city, I would say. And then of course, you know, you get fancier and things like that. Steakhouses in San Antonio are good, but they kind of lack in flavor sometimes uh there's a couple of good steakhouses if you wanted to go to a steakhouse chamagaucha is good which is a brazilian steakhouse you know what i mean i just like them because they put they actually put salt in their meat and um <laughs> yeah and no, people nice. people people are gonna laugh but i don't care um texas roadhouse has some of the best steaks in san antonio i ain't fucking lying <laughs> that's sad to say but it's like oh uh, no that's that no that and then <laughs> What can you do? That's not if that if it is what it is. That's that's what it is, right? It is what it is. Yeah, exactly. But uh, what is Attaboy? Is that burgers? No. Uh, so he has two spots. He has Atta Girl, who who does who does burgers, fried chicken, uh, things like that. But Attaboy's, he's he's more catered to like uh, it's like a little French bistro, mm -hmm. right? And it's like a brunch and champagne. But dude, his his fucking eggs are some of them they're the most amazing eggs i've ever had in my life 
Really? Yeah, his eggs are phenomenal. Uh, he does escargot. That's 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 just great. Uh, he does steak and eggs. His steak is great. His steak is great. Um, every everything that I've ever had at Attaboy's has been a home run for me. Wow. Uh, I know a lot of people go there for the burger, like because he has a he has a burger on the menu. But I always tell them don't don't play it safe there. Like get anything else but the burger. The burger's great, but everything else is phenomenal. Wow, that's really cool. Where do you go for a greasy burger? Oh, yeah, man. Um, I recently started uh, going to Diana's Burgers, and I think that Diana's Burgers has a really good burger, but the best burger in this city uh, will probably have to go to Last Place Burgers. Last Place Burgers? Where's that at? Yeah. So Last Place Burger, it's out of a truck. Uh, they're, in a, they're in a bar called Roadmap right now, and that's, the, that, that's your permanent spot for now. If you can get one of his burgers... Uh, you won't be disappointed. That's it's 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 the best burger in the city. Diana Diana's burger is more like what San Antonio is accustomed to. Like uh, San Antonio likes uh, big burgers, right? Because uh, we're all big. So like uh, like big burgers, cheesy, you know, big bun. Like people want to be like, this is worth my money, you know. Last place burger. It's a little smaller the way a burger should be, and it's catered more to just that burger and like the flavor profile of that burger. Okay, um, cool. So that is that is my favorite burger in the city. But if I want a big, juicy, messy burger, I, I go to Dan's. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. Is there an awesome breakfast place? I, this is like the tour of San Antonio, but I'm just curious. No, no, you're good. I trust, um, I trust your judgment. So it's just for people because they, you know, people are traveling down and they could stay a couple of days and then visit you a couple of days. And when you have Castroville, that'll be great. For sure, man. Um, oh, and uh, any like anything to help out any any place here as well. Um, for for breakfast, so I'm trying to think, Attaboy's is a breakfast spot as well. So Attaboy's yeah. is great for breakfast too. Like a place people get pancakes, waffles, like that as well. Because a lot of breakfast places. Dude, Attaboy's has my favorite pancakes oh, right now. So I was like, Attaboy's. I can't, I, damn it, Attaboy's. Attaboy's has my favorite pancakes. They're thin, they're crispy. We do a lot of like breakfast tacos sometimes. Like if I'm gonna do breakfast, we'll do breakfast tacos. I will say this though, if you want a good Tex-Mex spot. Lala's Gorditas is probably is probably my favorite Tex-Mex in the city. Okay, cool. So if you look at Tex-Mex, yeah, and that like people have a miss like oh Mexican food and Tex-Mex like no it's two different cuisines completely and Tex-Mex and Tex-Mex in Texas is different than what you've had across the United States. If you've just had Tex-Mex at like Chili's or or like a random place, like it's different. It's better. It's so much better. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's different. It's its own thing. Uh, you know, from like gorditas to puffy tacos to enchiladas made different, uh, mm -hmm. to ground beef, just everything that they do, really. Just mm -hmm. just, just all the flavor profiles of it. Yeah, and Mexican food in Texas is different than Mexican food in California. It's it's, it's nice. It's it's That's what makes, I think that's what makes Texas special is like it, they've, they've, they've been able to pull, people have been able to pull the regional specialties. I don't know. There's something different. No, no, man. Um, I always tell people, if you come to Texas, and Mexican Mexican food, Tex-Mex food is what you're after. You have to come to San Antonio. You mm. got to come to San Antonio or you got to go further south to the valley or something. You know, uh, Austin, Houston, Dallas, um, it, you know, they don't hold a candle to what we have further down south. Yeah. Is there a barbecue place that's on your list that you want to go to that you've seen that you are interested in either in the United States, like somewhere outside of Texas or in Texas? Yeah. There's a couple of barbecue restaurants I really want to go to. One of them is Mimsy's. Uh, they keep uh, he just keeps putting out this killer yeah. this killer food that just looks really good. I'm like, I really want to go over there. Have you been to Burnt Bean yet? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't seen. Yeah, I don't. I don't stalk you, so I don't know. If you... No, you're good. Ernest is about Ernest is about 40, 40 minutes from the restaurant. I want to say, 
and we used to go every Sunday. We, oh yeah, we that's right. It is down that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. It's just it's just a hop and a skip away. So uh, me and Joe would try and go down there every Sunday, and then we had a slow time, so it was kind of nice. So we would we would just go and catch his breakfast every Sunday, and then after that, it it started getting too crazy for him, and it started getting too crazy for us, and we were yeah. just like, ah, we'll just go whenever we get a chance. Yeah. But um, yeah, burnt bean. I've already been there. Um, but as far as like places I really want to go to, I would say Mimsy's is one of them. And Reese brother. Yeah, yeah, man. The Reese, the Reese bro guys, uh, dude, those kids are great. I think what they're doing is phenomenal. I think they're killing it. And I love seeing more of that. Right. Like, uh, a lot of people always, uh, like, uh, this city's so big and the more, the more great barbecue we can bring into the city, yeah. the more it just showcases all of us. Right. And it's, and it's business for everybody and it's good for everybody. And we've, we've kind of already paved the way so that people kind of know this is, this is, this is what we can do in San Antonio. This is what we can get away with. That works. Like, yeah. This, this is what works. And and don't get me wrong, man. San Antonio's tough, dude. San Antonio's tough. <laughs> uh, I've been, I've lived here my whole life and it's tough. <laughs> and why is it tough? Is it tough because it's a finicky? So San Antonio is that city, right? Like, uh, and, and, and I can attest to it cause I'm, cause I'm from here. We don't, we don't, San Antonio doesn't like waiting in lines. San Antonio wants things when they want it. So like when we first opened up, we, we had to re-educate everybody and kind of like, well, no, we, you know, we sell out of food. We, you know, we only make yeah. a certain amount and to people, they're always like, just make more. Yeah. You know? Um, another so, <laughs> yeah. That. And then of course, you know, we, we charge a premium for, for, for everything that we do. And, you know, in the beginning we used to get a lot of slack for it and they would, they would always compare us to steakhouses. They'd be like, well, you're not, you're not like a steakhouse. And I'm like, no, I wish I was like a steakhouse. Like, like we do way more work than a steakhouse has to do. Like it's yeah. going to take you 15 minutes to make that steak. It's going to take me 16 hours to make this brisket, yes. you know? And it's like, so just, just figuring that stuff out still to this day, don't get me wrong. But for the most part, man, our community there, where, where to them is that they've, they've really come together and they've really supported us through all these years and things like that. And at the end of the day, whether it is a tough city to be in, I wouldn't have wanted to open up anywhere else. Yeah. No, it's, it seems like it was ideal. If you're coming to say someone's in downtown San Antonio, where are you guys located? We are east. So we're east of downtown Okay. on a good day, 15, 17 minutes tops on a day with some traffic. You're looking at maybe about 25 minutes. Okay. That's not bad at all. No. And then how how far from where you are to Castroville? From 2M to Castroville, yeah. you're looking at maybe 40, 45 minutes. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. Now, there, is there lodging in Castroville or would you recommend someone stay if they, like when this, because someone could be watching this in August potentially or something. Is there, would you stay in San Antonio then visit Castroville? Are there places along the way? This... I would probably stay in San Antonio. Okay. All right. I probably, well, unless, uh, unless, so far, unless right? you want to come out unless you want to come out and check out the little town stuff like that, get, get away from the city, mm -hmm. uh, come, come somewhere that it's quiet. Um, then I would definitely recommend Casherville. N not only that, but it's growing. There's, there's, there's more things opening up. So in a year from now, there could be, you know, additional like bed and oh, breakfasts yeah. and small oh, yeah, like, yeah, boutique yeah. motels and things. And yeah. yeah, they have, they have a whole plan for that and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, it's just going to keep growing. It's just going to keep getting better. But if you're looking to just come out and get some pastries and, and barbecue and walk around a little bit, head back, I would just say stay in, stay in San Antonio. You'll be fine. That's cool. Now, yeah. traffic does get pretty crazy going out to Castroville. I will say that. Really? Yeah, man. Traffic gets traffic gets bad going out there. Like, 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 LA like, like five o'clock, like... five o'clock comes, man. You're going to be in traffic. Yeah. 
but like well i mean i know for you guys i don't even know yeah i don't yeah i know because like it could take two two hours to get like 20 miles here (laughs) which is so that makes you want to cry it does uh it's uh well that's well you know like uh also being a san antonio and, and being here my whole life it's like i've slowly seen it progress to where traffic used to start at six and now it starts at three and i'm like what the fuck is going on well also two people like even with the pandemic people's hours are so weird now like it's yeah i noticed in la yeah there were times where, where there weren't traffic now like at four in the morning there could be traffic or yeah, it's crazy, right? Yes, yeah, I think it's because people adjust their schedules, and you get enough humans, and then it just messes things up. I wish COVID killed all the cars or something like that, or, or half of them, like oh, like a Thanos like, wiped them out. That was I was hoping like it would somehow would get to the cars too, and then it would just because it's just seriously, it's it hasn't changed. I thought that we'd or people would leave big cities after COVID, but it's still. Yeah. Oh uh, well, you know what, man? It's like, um, like uh, I've always, I've always wanted to just get away. Like, uh, I love the city. Don't, don't get me wrong, but yeah. it's the older you get, it's to the point where I'm like, ah, you know, I'm kind of over, yeah, you know, way. all this, all this tightness and everybody just, you know, being here and stuff like that. When COVID first happened and we would go to work, it was like us, because I would grab the wife and we take off. And man, dude, we, I would leave the house. If I had to be there later on in the day, I could leave the house at 7 a.m. And I think it was us and maybe two other cars on the road. Yeah, that's nice. And I was like, this is nice. I know. This I, is nice. We drive places, like go to downtown. You get there in like 25 minutes from like, from here where I am until LA. And I thought, this is like the 70s. It's like, it's, it's so nice. The stories yeah. I used to hear. <laughs> Not only that, man, but like, I know a lot of people were like, you got to stay indoors and you don't go anywhere. And this is that. Well. I went everywhere I could that was open. Yeah. Right. And I remember one time I was talking to a buddy of mine and he was like, how could you be doing that? And I'm like, it's the cleanest yeah. it's ever been ever. <laughs> dude. Like, like it doesn't matter where you go. It's going to be just as clean as your house and not cleaner. Yeah, exactly. Like, and people you know were I mean? washing their hands for real. Like, <laughs> dude, we had, we had a timer. Not that we don't, right. This is, yeah. this is like, we're already washing our hands, but like, at 2 m we just we just started setting the timer like every i think it was every 30 minutes every like it would go off everybody would stop everybody would wash their hands mm-hmm. you know take off gloves put put new gloves on and then go back into action right and it was nice because there was nobody in the restaurant so we were able to we were able to do that um but yeah man i mean it was it was That's it was wonky times that, yeah but it was it was the cleanest it was ever going to be man anywhere everywhere yeah. Because yeah. because people wanted you to come to their establishments, right? Like, because there was a lot of people that couldn't shut down. So it's like, it's like, what can I do to still make it appetizing for people to come? Yeah, and that you knew, like, we weren't we weren't sure what was the safe route to do it, but you try everyone tried above and beyond everything they possibly could do to stay clean and dude, safe. And, yeah, yeah. Dude, the, I mean, everybody, I mean, there were some guys I'm like, dude, you should have an engineering degree, bro. The shit you guys are coming up with, man. I like, had a buddy of mine and he rigged up this whole entire system to where you would walk in to his place. It would spray you with, um, with like Lysol and like, I don't know. It was this wow. crazy contraption. And I was just like, I mean, I guess by, you know, whatever, whatever you got to do, whatever you got to do. Because people's brain goes somewhere like special, I guess. I wanted to, (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to get, I wanted to get your hours right now. And then I also, I want to know what's your ideal platter or what's your ideal meal at 2M? Yeah. um, So our hours of operation right now at 2M. Yeah. Those are Thursday through Sunday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Or, or if we sell out before then, then. Then we'll go ahead and shut it down then. 
Which days are you selling out quicker? You know what, man? This since the beginning of this year, it's been really great. Obviously, Saturdays, Saturdays reign supreme. Sundays reign supreme. Sundays, Sundays are starting to overtake Saturdays. Wow. Um, Thursday, believe it or not, I would say our weakest day is probably Friday. So that yeah, would be a like weakest day. day. If, so if people came a little bit later on that day, they could get more. They should food. be fine. Okay. Not only that, but you can always call us. You can always call us or text us. Like okay. right before you leave your house, like if you're curious to see what we have left, Izzy will answer the phone for the most part, unless we're busy, and she'll let you know exactly what we have left. Oh, cool! Uh, if it's worth you bringing, you know, making making the trip out. If you want to place a pre-order, you could also do that. Okay, you know I'll what I mean? So like, below. yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. like, I always tell people like, uh, you can make you can make day in advance pre-orders. Uh, you okay. come around back and you text us that you're here, and we'll make it for you, and we and we take it out. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. That's great. That's a great tip. And then what's your, what's your ideal, what are you eating right now? What are you really digging at your restaurant? Um, not brisket. Uh, <laughs> even though it's no, um, spectacular, but yeah. I think probably, probably my favorite thing to eat right now is carne guisada. I would say macaroni and carne guisada cup. So I like to, I like to combine the macaroni and the carne guisada and I'll put some pico de gallo in there. And, and that's one of my things I like to eat. I'm not going to say every day, but every chance I get, I will, or like a little fold over. But for people, I would say, I would say something, something fun to get at 2M would probably be a pork, a pork serrano sausage, turkey, pork ribs. And for sides, I would do macaroni, carne guisada. And then as a dessert, if she has strawberry pistachio, always go for the strawberry pistachio. Wow. How often is that? Is that almost every week? Uh, yeah. So she'll have it every week, but I, I know she changes she she changes her menu based off of the season. Mm -hmm. So she'll she'll change it up. I think we still have it, or I think she's getting ready to bring it. But okay. I would I would I would always recommend that whether it's in tart form or cheesecake form, uh, strawberry pistachio is my favorite. And then uh, we have agua frescas, and they're constantly rotating every oh, week. Cool. So like, uh, um, and 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 the wife makes those as well. So she, she'll make them, and and so I would just go in there and see what flavors we have for that week, and I would say swoop up one of those as well. I didn't know you had those. Oh, that's awesome. I love We that. just, we just, so a buddy of mine by the name of Luis Rivas, his uncle has, I guess his uncle has a company that, that does agua fresca machines or, or whatever. So he was going, he was going back to Mexico and he couldn't take it with them. So he left it with me and he's like, Hey, just hang on to it until, until I get it back from you. So I'm just waiting for him to come and pick it up. And in the meantime, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to make agua fresca. Yeah. Come in and scoop in. And it's, you know, it's, it's going to get warm pretty quick. So that's awesome to have too. That's so yeah, delicious. I'm really oh. excited about that. Well, not only that, but we've always wanted to make it at the restaurant and we didn't have any spot to put it in. And now we do. And the machine's not that big. So we get to we get to just make different flavors every week and we'll just go to the store. We'll, we'll pick out what kind of fruit we want, what blends well with what, 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 what we want to experiment with. And then we'll just make it into our the machine. Does it churn, is it churn it? Is that how it works? Yeah, 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 yeah. So so it'll it'll keep it mixed. It'll keep it mixing and it'll keep it cold. So uh, that's not. Oh, it keeps it cold too. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah. That's so cool. then all, all we got to do is just make it and then pour it in there and then uh, we're good to go. It's not out of a bag though. So that's really nice. That's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. course. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time and for sharing all this. There's a lot of new information. It's not just new since five years, but new from the last year or year and a half. So. It's it's cool. There's exciting. Is there anything that you want people to know that we haven't talked about? Yeah, uh, I guess uh, I guess just we do have a food truck now too. Uh, it's it's uh, it's downtown at a food truck park called Besame, oh. uh, and that we're open 
that's open Thursday through Sunday from Thursday and Friday. We're open four to sell out. And then Saturday and Sunday, we're open noon to sold out. Um, oh. Right now, we're just offering barbecue, like a limited, limited barbecue. We do nachos and like hot dogs. But uh, I'm getting ready to revamp the whole entire menu oh. um, on it. So it's going to be a completely, it's going to be barbecue, but it's just going to be different. So just keep out on the lookout for that. Okay. How far away is that from your location? Ooh, well, it's about, that's about 10, 10, 15 okay. minutes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it's, so called, it's, a, it's at the best. What's it? What's the? Is that mean kiss or something? Is that? Is yeah, that... yeah, 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 yeah. It's called. Uh, it's called besame. <laughs> besame, so, yeah. besame. Yeah, yeah. So that means kiss me or something. Is that? Or... Yeah, it means it means kiss me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that's so. It's a, is it a bunch of different like food trucks? And... So right now there was two of us, and now there's four of us in there. He can't cram any more in there. But then okay. again, who knows? He he, he might try. Okay. Um, but it is it is called besame. He's the same owner as El Camino, which is another food truck park right down the road. Oh, cool. But it's it's a really cool little area that we're in, and it's slowly growing. There's there's some cool restaurants there, some cool bars there, and as soon as construction is done, it's 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 really it's really going to come to life. So is it called Two so, M or is it something else? It's called it's called Two M for now, and then and then we're getting ready to change the name. Okay, so keep your eyes open for that. So so, so keep your eyes open for that. Yeah. So because you guys have an Instagram, so follow the, the Instagram, right? For. Just for the information, for like updates, like oh, Instagram's the best yeah, way. Is, yeah, that, yeah. is that the two best M, way? Yeah. Two M, two M Smokehouse, right? Two M Smokehouse Facebook, on I guess, Instagram, right. uh, Facebook. I'm I'm not on Facebook anymore. Like I just I just got I got off of it. I was like, man, nah, this is whatever. Um. So so, but I but it syncs to it. So whatever I post on Instagram, it'll sync to Facebook and stuff. So if if you really want to reach us or if you want to know more, I'll just pay attention to our Instagram. Okay. And, and then um. And then we should have new Instagrams for the new businesses coming soon as well. And Baked has its own as well as a TikTok, right? Baked has its own Instagram, its own t- its its own TikTok as well. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I'll put links on that below. But uh, thank you so much. This has been great. It's been just nice to catch up. Awesome. Well, have okay. a good one and uh, say hi to to the wife as you as you <laughs> say hi to your wife. And uh, yeah, have a great day. You got it, my man. Right, Thanks, Kevin. I appreciate it. Right, thank everything. you so much. I appreciate it. Too. You got it, brother.